everyone. This is Anna from the Don't Mind Me podcast. Before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I just wanted to tell you a couple of things. First of all, this week is going to look a little bit different uh, than it usually does. So this week, I'm actually going to be sharing with you all my story of faith. And I'm very, very excited. I'm also slightly nervous, which makes me laugh because I always have people share their stories So the tables have been turned, and now I'm the one who's a little bit nervous on the other end of it. Um, However, the really cool thing about this is that I actually lost this recording originally. I planned to release this a few weeks ago, and I was not able to download the file. And so I prayed about it and felt like, well, maybe it's just not the right time to release it. And it turns out that about a week or two ago, the file popped back up on my computer and it was playable. And I was extremely excited. I listened to it time and time again and felt like this week was the time to finally release the story into the world. I did want to say if there's one thing that I can express to you, one thing that I want you to get out of the story is that Jesus Christ changes everything. When I accepted Jesus, I made the best decision of my entire life. And my desire is for all of you to make that same decision. If you have any questions about what it looks like to follow Jesus, what it means to accept him, please reach out to me on Instagram at Anna Catherine Nail. As well, if you have any questions regarding my testimony, as I do just a brief overview. So if there's anything you have a question about that you want to dig a little bit deeper in, please reach out to me on Instagram as well. Anyway, I hope that you really enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. As always, share it with your friends, share it with your neighbors, share it with anyone that you think might be encouraged by it. And if you like it, please give us a five-star rating as it will ensure that even more people will get to see it and listen to it. Thanks so much, guys. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Don't Mind Me podcast. Everyone, it's Anna. So today is going to be a little bit different than it usually is. So today I actually have Alana, who was on the first episode. She's actually back with me today. Um, And she is going to be kind of the guest host. And she's going to ask me questions. So the tables are about to turn. I'm a little bit nervous. And I'm excited. Alana, how do you feel? It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear Anna's story. And I know that everyone on here has been dying to hear it as well. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to share. We'll see what you ask. All right, Alana, you can go ahead and get started. (laughs) Awesome. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Anna, for having me on again. So, Anna, first, I want to ask you this question because I personally know your testimony, but I think a lot of your audience doesn't know uh, your faith journey and your personal testimony. So, I would love to hear it again, and I know that your audience would. So, my first question is, what is your personal testimony and your faith journey with Jesus? Yeah, that's a great question. Um I mean, I would say it started from the day that I was born. I'm just kidding. I won't go far, that far back. But um, <laughs> but no, really, it kind of does because whenever, um, so just to tell you guys a little bit about my family, my mom and dad had prayed and waited for a child for a long time. Uh, my brother and I are seven years apart, and they were just having a difficulty with having children, and uh, one Christmas, my brother came and said, my wish for Christmas this year is I'll have a sibling. And 
My mom was like, oh, how sweet, but he just doesn't know we're struggling here. And they kind of come to the conclusion that they might only have one child and it was okay. And uh, that Christmas, they found out that they were pregnant with me. Um, and what was really interesting about that was I was actually due um, a year after my grandfather who had died, which was uh, my mom's very best friend. So it's a really kind of a cool story. So even from the time I was born, I knew that I was special. Um, I knew that I was a miracle baby. Um, and so I think that that definitely has a lot to do with my story. Um, but I would say I actually became a Christian when I was four years old. And I was sitting in the car at school and I asked my mom, uh, how can I officially accept Jesus? You guys have been talking so much about him. My parents were amazing. I was so blessed. They loved the Lord. They talked a lot about him and my brother as well. And uh, my mom led me to Christ that day. And a lot of people say that maybe, you know, you didn't fully understand it then, things of that nature. But I think I really did. Um, I had heard so much about the Lord up until that point that I was really excited. I knew that I had all this joy in my heart and all this peace and all this love to give that I knew I'd come from the Lord. And so, I'm a Christian when I was four, but obviously at four years old, you haven't gone through a lot of hardships in life. Um, and so, it was in middle school that I was bullied. Um, I wasn't bullied as heavily as some people are, but I was definitely bullied nonetheless. And uh, it was a really difficult time for me. I remember coming home every single day when I was in the sixth grade and crying my eyes out, just wishing that um, I didn't have to go to school again the next day. And thankfully, I was able to leave that school. Um, I ended up going to another school. I was still bullied there as well. But for some reason, I liked it more. That's a funny story for another day. But, um, but it was when I had started to go through that hardship that I recognized that I was turning a lot to my parents. I was turning a lot to my mom. Um, instead of directly going to Jesus myself, you know, I was saying to her, like, what are some verses that can help me? Or can you pray with me? And things like that, instead of just immediately going to Christ, I was going to her. So I was really kind of, I guess, piggybacking off of my parents' faith instead of having my own faith. And uh, when I was 13 years old, I went to a camp called J.H. Ranch in California. You've never heard of it. Please look it up. It's an incredible place. Um, so much fun. And my dad and I went for a daddy-daughter week. Uh, and met with a few other people while we were there. And at that camp, they really talked a lot about making the faith your own. And they talked about, um, you know, forgiving people. I had a lot of people to forgive at that point that have bullied me. Um, they also talked about um, just reading your Bible, developing habits, things of that nature. And it was then that I decided that I was going to make um, that change. I was going to have my own faith. I was no longer going to um, piggyback off of my parents' faith anymore. That it was time for me to go to the Word of God myself. It was time for me to go to the Lord in prayer. And so um, when I was searching, I just started doing that. I, it was really hard at first because the Bible can be hard to understand. And so I remember they said that if you do something for 30 days, that creates a habit. So I just started reading my Bible every day. And once I started doing it, it was no longer a chore, so to speak. It ended up becoming something that I 
I had to do. I got my life and my breath from it. And so um, high school, really enjoyed my high school years. Um, there's quite a few different stories I could share from that, but one of them being that I've always been a singer. I went to school for singing and ended up um, quitting about halfway through my sophomore year from that school, just due to some difficulties there. And one thing, though, that did come about from that music school was I developed this love for music and a love for the music industry. And whenever that started, I heard about a school in Nashville, Tennessee called Belmont. And no, I did not go to Belmont. So that's not where the story is leading. And I heard about their music business program. And I said, that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do music business. I'm going to go to Belmont. Well, it turns out I visited Belmont and I didn't like it. You know, we actually prayed before we went. We said, Holy Spirit, um, give us peace or give us maybe a bad feeling if this isn't the right place. But just um, Holy Spirit, lead us. If, if this is where I should go, show me. And pretty much as soon as I got there, I did not feel good about it. Uh, just in my gut, I knew it wasn't a good place for me. And so it's a good school. It just wasn't the right place for me. And looking around at a college fair here in Greenville one day, and a girl said, you don't want to go to Belmont. You want to go to Trevecca. Didn't know what Trevecca was. Um, ended up deciding to go to Trevecca. What an incredible place. I met Alana there <laughs> and Princess and quite a few other people. And um, Alana is a big part of my testimony as well. It was just such a blessing to be able to be such a big part of her life and to see her really grow and to know that I was sent to Nashville for something like, like that, you know, to see someone grow like I saw Alana grow. Like I saw Princess grow. And I remember whenever you guys got baptized, uh, the Lord just kind of impressing on my heart that my time was up and that yeah. I had kind of come and I accomplished what he had sent me to do. And I said, no, because I wasn't ready yet. Um, but at the same time, it did become very clear over the next few months that the Lord was closing all the doors in Nashville. He was leading me back home. And so um, I've lived now in South Carolina for the last few years, and it's a blessing. I really like it. Lana's probably laughing because she can see my face right now. It's like, I love Greenville, but I do struggle because my heart still does love Tennessee, and, and I really enjoy my time there, my friends and everything. But, to you know, there's been a lot that I'm kind of glossing over kind of in my journey of faith. But, you know, I will say that, there are two things that really stand out to me that were moments in my life that I was, I recognized that my faith was not just something that was a part of my life, but it was my life. Um, wow. That's and good. Was, yeah. And one of those moments was um, when we were sophomores in college, and you'll remember this, Lana, and I was actually, I'm not even sure the right word for it, but I was technically a tat. Uh, by some people off the street that had come onto our college campus. And it was terrifying. That was a really terrifying situation. And um, thankfully, everything was okay. Everybody was okay. But I just remember, you know, I was hours away from home, didn't really have any family or really anybody close by to me at all. And I'm standing there with the police saying... <laughs> trying to figure out the situation after we had just been attacked. And I remember 
coming home that night and I could see pictures of the people that I kind of attacked this in my mind. And I remember saying, God, like, why did you allow this to happen? Why? And I just fell and say, you know what, Anna, I protected you. I protected yeah. you. You know how much like worse this could have been? And when I was younger, my mom taught me the verse. Well, actually, my aunt <laughs> encouraged me to learn Psalm 91. She said Psalm 91 every day because, as Lana knows, that's my mom's favorite verse, probably. <laughs> and uh, and so I said, say that every day. And I remember whenever that situation happened, the Lord just saying to me, like, I protected you, remember Psalm 91? And it just... I remember just going, oh, yeah, you did, Lord, you did. And it's just moments like that that I can really point to the faithfulness of God. And I remember reading in Acts at that point. I was reading through Acts. I remember reading about Paul, and he was on that journey. And they were in a boat, and he had told them, like, don't go on this boat because it's going to run into a tree or whatever. I don't know. It was something bad. Something bad was going to happen. They said, no, Paul, we're going to do it. You're wrong. The weather is fine. They went, of course, it was a horrible journey. They had so many twists and turns. And he kept saying, he's like, but the Lord will protect us. Even though you guys didn't listen to me, <laughs> he will protect us, which is just how God is. That's his grace. And uh, I remember as I was reading that, just thinking about my situation at that time and how difficult it was. And going, you know, in that months later, seeing that, you know, I did reach the shore. I wasn't afraid anymore to walk outside, you know. Um, and it was just really incredible to kind of have that story. And then to share That's one so other. Awesome. Yeah. And then the other story that I was going to share was just in the past um, year or so has probably been the most difficult time of my entire life, which is interesting that I started doing a podcast and all of that. I'm kind of coming out of that season, but um, I went through, so I was dating somebody for a little over a year and then we got engaged and pretty much very soon after the engagement ended um, and it was extremely difficult. Right now, my voice, my tone might sound like it wasn't as hard as it was. It was very difficult at the time. It's been enough time, but um, at this point I'm okay, but it was extremely hard. Um, whenever I was first going through it, but I remember saying to my pastor one day, I called him and he was so nice to always take my phone calls. And he said, like, do you have any questions for me? And I was like, yeah, I have a lot of questions for God right now. Like a lot. <laughs> and I right. said, but you know what? I said, but I would never, I will never let go of God. Like I could okay. never imagine letting him go or thinking that he's not a good father because of the situation. That's not possible. And I remember him saying that not many people are like that. Right. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I think that it's really just because I'm, I'm very blessed that God has been a part of my life for so long and a part of my family's life. But I think it's just constantly as I've gone through hardships and things like that all throughout my life, he's been my anchor through it all. Yeah. Now, Anna, I do have a question for you because this really stood out to me. <laughs> you said that, you know, even when you went through those hardships and I remember, um, cause I wasn't 
physically with you, but I remember talking with you many nights and, um, you know, on the phone about what had happened. And um, just like what you said is you never lost hope and faith in God. You always knew that he was a loving God. So to your audience, I know that a lot of people listening, um, I'm sure that there are people that might not feel that God is a loving God. So what would you encourage them and how would you um, really go about telling them a way that they can see God the way that you see God? Um, what kept you grounded during that time that can also help them? Wow, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, I would say that the first thing that came to my mind is thinking about who God is, Right you know, if you just, I encourage you, whether you are a Christian or not a Christian to look up Genesis one and just think about the world that we live in. Just think about that for a minute. I mean, I know that there's a lot of theories out there, et cetera, et cetera. But I personally, even as I learned about those things in school, I cannot I don't look at those things and think that there's any way that they could be created except for by God. <laughs> there has to be something that created everything. It's so intricate. Think about your, your own body. It's so intricate. And so I think that for me, whenever I think about, whenever I think about God and his love, I think about who he is. First of all, he created all of these things. Yet then again, God cares about my life. He cares about my small problems. He cares about your small problems. Even though it seems like he might. Look, look, I went through broken engagement. That was really, really hard. But at the same time, if I just think about the vastness of God and how he has control of the entire world around me, how can I not trust that he must know what's best for my life? That's good. That's awesome. And um, Anna, what made you want to start this podcast? Is it after the broken engagement or <laughs> what really sparked this for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I think there are quite a few things, but um, in the past year or so, when I was kind of walking through that, of course, there was a lot of uh, questions regarding what is my future going to look like? Um, and, you know, just practically speaking, whether that means I stay in South Carolina or I move or things like that, I actually did change jobs and careers kind of completely, but, um, it definitely brought up a lot of those questions of what do I do now? <laughs> Life is going to look a lot different than I have planned. And it was really after I started, after I started to kind of go through the thick of things that the Lord started to bring back old dreams to my heart. So when we were wow. in college, yeah, when we were in college, I remember um, praying about my goals and sitting down, and I'm, I'm not a goal setter at all. Alana knows. I'm like a free bird. So whatever the Lord wants to do, I'll do it. But I learned I needed to be better about setting goals, and I could set goals with God, right? I didn't have to... Yeah. Might not include him in my goal setting. So as I learned more about that and so I was growing, um, I was praying about my goals and saying like, Lord, what are you, you know, hey, 
what are your goals for my life? Like, what can we do together? And I actually felt impressed in my heart that I was going to write books and to be some sort of Christian women speaker, which sounds like a crazy dream, but if the Lord puts in your heart, I mean. Nothing's crazy. Who knows? But she has passion. (laughs) And it was after the grief started to subside and things do start to subside with time, right? I had to walk through pretty much all the stages of grief that those dreams started to come back. And I was like, well, how can I do that practically? Um, and yeah. a podcast just kind of came to my mind because I was actually helping my dad who has his own podcast. It's called Survive HR. So I would give that a shameless plug, but I was helping him with that one. And I realized how easy it was. And I thought, well, I guess I should start my own. And I actually had said to Moana, like, hey, I should do a podcast where you and I just talk as friends. <laughs> and, um, and she was like, I don't know about the time right now, so it's okay. But we ended up doing it on my own. But um, I've been thinking about it for a long time. And, I mean, I just would go to bed at night, and the Holy Spirit would not let that dream go. And wow. so I knew that when this year... So to your audience, how can you help them hear the voice of the Lord and know that the Lord is speaking to them? Yeah, I mean, I think that God can speak to us all in different ways. You know, the Bible makes that very clear. Um, It talks about in Joel 2, dreams and visions and uh, prophecies, right, and all of that. Um, I think for me personally, it's, it's less of a voice, so to speak, and more of an well, maybe it is a voice. It's kind of that internal knowing. Like, have you ever had a time when a song continuously comes to your mind or you continue to have a thought over and over and over again? That's kind of how it is with um, with me when I know that the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. It's usually something that continues to come over and over. I go, okay, the Lord. Okay, Lord, I'm listening, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, too, that as you spend more time in his word, the Holy Spirit, it says in, in the Bible that the Holy Spirit is your helper. So the Holy Spirit is there to help you and to remind you of the truth of God's words. The more time that you spend reading God's word as well, verses and things like that, and things that are, you know, thoughts that are within God's nature will start to come to your mind. And That's so I just... Good. Yeah, I just almost felt like, for me, it was just, it just continued to come to my mind. And I'm thinking back to when I was writing down those goals. In that moment, it was really, I was praying, Lord, what are, you know, what are some goals I can set for my life? And I almost felt like it was that still small voice saying, like, speaking and this. And to be honest, I already knew that I had some giftings in those areas didn't necessarily think I did in speaking I thought I was more in singing but um but I had heard from other people that there was a gifting in that area and I'd already felt led with the books and because I like to write blogs and things like that so that wasn't too surprising but um it was more of whatever was the first thing that came to my mind because I was praying I felt like that must have been the Lord and then over time, I would go back to it, right? And if 
as I was praying, that continued to be the thing that came top of mind. Mm -hmm. And I started to think, okay, that's the Lord confirming it. So I think that sometimes, right, people talk about dreams. You could have a dream and it's a pizza dream. You have pizza the night before. (laughs) But I think it's like asking the Lord, too, for confirmation is super important, whether that's from his word, right, because it can be, like, right within his nature, Um, whether that's from, I don't know, for example, music, the Lord speaks to me through music a lot, hearing songs on the radio that, like, I remember I have a pastor who heard the song, The Voice of Truth, over and over again. He heard it so much (laughs) that he knew that he was supposed to do what the Lord was calling him to do, which was, like, to build, was basically, like, to plant his own church. And it's just, it's just so funny, like how Psalms and things like that can speak to you. The word does it in so many yes. different ways. It's hard for me to say how the word is going to speak to one specific person. Um, but do you have any crazy story and you knew it you're like, this is the Lord speaking to me and it sounds wild, but I know that it's him. Yeah. I have one in particular. This story to me is just crazy. I was thinking about this morning. I was like, that is so God. There's like no other explanation for the story. Um, but after, you know, my engagement ended and all of that, I remember one day I was walking around downtown Greenville, which is just such a beautiful place to be. And I had gone to church um, at this place called Grace Church. And I love that church. I was just walking around and I don't know why, but I was on the search for something. I didn't know what I was searching for, but I was I was a woman on a mission <laughs> and I was on a mission for about two hours and I was just oh, wow. asking God. Yeah. I was walking a lot Alana. Yeah. <laughs> on a mission. <laughs> and I was walking around and I was just like, God, why? And why? I'm so mad. Like, why did you allow this to happen? And Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Like just so many thoughts that run through your head when something like that happens. Mm-hmm. Just so many various things. And, just like, what am I going to do? And, oh, is this person? You know, all this stuff. And I remember just asking him lots of questions, not getting tons of answers, but just asking lots of questions. Right. <laughs> and just, you know, just kind of, in, I guess, enjoying it. I don't know if I was really enjoying it, but I was just a woman on a mission to find my answers. And I didn't know what that was, but I wanted an answer. Yeah. And I remember, this was so funny, but I was walking back to my car and I was like, all right, it's time to go back, Anna. You you didn't get your answer, but it's okay. It's just got to go back. You've been down here for hours. People aren't going to start to wonder where you are. So I started to walk back to my car. And as I'm starting to, <laughs> I literally felt like just this, this pull to go back in the direction I just was. I was like, Whoa. no. I was like, Another no. Two hours. no. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going back there. I was just there. And I kid you not, like, I was standing there just, like, talking to myself. Wow. Like you and I do. We both, we talk out loud. So I was just standing there talking to myself, talking to the Lord. And I'm like, no. And then, you know, I feel this polite, no, just go to your car. And I'm like, is that the enemy or God? Like, there's just, like, all these thoughts. I'm like, who am I talking to? Like, who is this? And um, all of a sudden, I was just like, fine. I'm just going to go that way, okay? But I have to go back to my car soon. I can't keep going that way. I mean, this is just getting ridiculous. So I started to walk back that way, and it was in front of this parking garage area. 
um, oh. this really nice area of town where people come and they play. A lot of musicians come there. And I saw a guy setting up, and he was setting up to play the saxophone. And I was like, oh, wow, I love, you know, I love seeing musicians. And what was yeah. cool was a few minutes earlier, I had seen a homeless man, and I was going to give him um, some money because I just felt mm. led to and unfortunately, when he when I came back, he was no longer there. And I was like, oh, I missed my opportunity. Man, I was, okay, I'm sorry, Lord. Like, I, you know, if I see him, I'll give him something, but I didn't see him. Right. And so when I saw the saxophone player, like, I have such a soft, uh, soft spot in my heart for people who play music, being a musician myself. And mm-hmm. I saw him, and I was like, oh, I'm going to give him that money that I was just going to give to that guy. So got some money in his little hat and he wasn't even playing at that point and he just looked at me and he goes well if you're going to give me that I'm going to give you something too and I was like oh no it's fine and um he starts going through cds and he stops and he goes father I want to pick the cd that you want her to have not the one I want her to have so lean to the right cd and I was just like what the like what is happening <laughs> and um pulls out the cd and this is just crazy guys i don't know this, this is oh my goodness pulls out the cd and he goes god told me that song number three is for you and he said if you feel like you are in the battle of your life this song is your battle cry <laughs> and i just went i am in the battle of my life <laughs> and he and then like he literally pulled out this microphone and he goes this song is your battle cry. And I was like, it is. So I just, I grabbed that CD and I'm like, I have my answer. Like, I'm so thankful I listened to the Lord. I went this way. So of course I'm running back to my car because I'm so excited to hear the song. That the Lord gave that is so awesome. <laughs> and I get back in my car and I kid you not, the song is this. It's this verse and um, it is, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. <laughs> no weapon formed against you shall succeed. And I'll have to look up the reference for that. But what was so cool about that was it was just one of those incredible God moments. Because first of all, just think about what that says. No weapon yeah. formed against you by the enemy shall prosper. It's seed in Jesus' name and it is done. Like, incredible. The Lord was just telling me right there, like, no plan of the enemy is going to succeed in your life, Anna. So I've got you. That's so, so good. Super encouraging. The other part of that is all throughout my life, my mom had mentioned that verse to me. But even especially as I was dating and that guy and things like that, she would tell me that verse all the time. And I remember feeling like, you know, oh, man, we've prayed that verse. And I don't understand, like, why did this happened. It was just like this God moment of like, yeah, I've got you. Whether you're you know, whether you're in this relationship, whether you're not, like, I've got you, Anna, and I'm not going to let the enemy, like, you have the victory because you have me, and that was just one of those amazing God moments, I can't even tell you, it was amazing. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that, that definitely gave me the goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> what a God story to be walking around for two hours, and then pass your car, and go back, and and then have someone do that for you. That that is so encouraging. And I know it, it probably encourages your audience as well because to me what I got out of that is 
couple different things. Like not only were you asking, cause it says in the word, what you seek, you will find. Mm-hmm. And you were seeking, you were on a mission to find an answer and you got it, but also, um, obedience. And I, I, I think that really is, is the key right there is you asked and then you obey when you felt like you heard his voice and he answered. So yeah. awesome. And I'll be honest, I, I touched on it a little bit as I was talking, but at that point in my life, I was struggling a lot because, you know, I was wondering if I was hearing correctly because something yeah. had just happened that didn't go the way that I thought it was supposed to go. And I was like, am I hearing God? I mean, Lord, is this your voice? I don't know what I'm hearing. And I remember just finally kind of giving up the fight that day and saying, you know what, what if that is the voice of the Lord and I need to go that way? And I'm just fighting it. So I did. And I don't, you know, I'm not quite sure like what to say about that for the listeners, but I just think that encouraging you that sometimes you might be confused as to whether or not you're hearing the voice of the Lord, but sometimes you have to think about, okay, what if God is asking me to do this and I don't do it? Mm. What can I possibly be losing out on? Like, can I be losing out on, you know, sharing the gospel with someone who really needs it? Or for me, I like being encouraged. I think I encouraged that guy by giving him that money. Um, yeah. And then he was able to encourage me in return. And so I think, I often think about, okay, I don't know if this is my voice, God's voice, whatever. I think we often go through that. I think all of us do. But I often say to myself, okay, is this something that lines up with God's nature? Is this something that he would do? Is this something that he would say? Hmm. Okay, now if I don't do this and if it is the voice of God, what am I possibly losing out on? If I do this and it is the voice of God, what could that obedience lead to? I don't know. Yeah. It could lead to a wonderful place for eternity. So, I love it. And I love that because it really goes back to what you said earlier. You have to read the Bible to know his character, to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So I just feel so honored that you have me on today again. But as a host, being able to ask you questions on your own podcast. So this is something that you normally do. So I want to make sure that I ask you this question as well. And you always ask, what is your favorite uh, verse? I would love to get your favorite verse um, as the last question of today's podcast. Yes. So it was very hard for me to think um, of my very favorite verse because I like a lot of verses. Um, But the one that really has stood out to me for years um, was one that the Lord um, gave to me before I started high school. And that verse is, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That is Romans 8.31. That's so good. Why, why is that your favorite? Yeah, so that's my favorite for a lot of different reasons. I think I'll share the main reason is that whenever that verse was given to me, I was getting ready to start at a new school. I didn't know anyone, and I was just terrified. And just was going to the Bible, asking the Lord to give me maybe something in his word that would just encourage me and give me some peace before my first day of school. And... um 
sure enough, I opened up my Bible to that verse. And I remember just feeling like, hey, if I make no friends tomorrow, if I'm, I, if I'm all alone for forever, <laughs> you know, whatever that means, if I'm all alone for the next four years of high school, doesn't matter. I have God with me. If God is for me, like who can be against me? And I just remember walking in that day with such a confidence that I had Jesus Christ on my side and that's all I needed. Yeah. That's so good. I love it. Yeah. Well, I know that this has been very encouraging for me and I'm sure it's very encouraging for your audience as well. I love everything that you've talked about and just some highlights that really stood out to me is, um, you know, your faith, your walk with the Lord um, from the beginning when you were four years old, being a miracle, uh, all the way to where you are now, walking those struggles and coming out of the broken engagement and just believing and hoping for um, really what God has in store for you. And so I know that's very encouraging to me because we all go through those different ups and downs in life. But if we can stay grounded in the Lord, then we don't have to live um, on that roller coaster ride, which is really what I think, you know, you hit on today. So um, I just really appreciate you having me on. And for everyone listening, if you haven't had an opportunity to follow Anna and to review her, she did not tell me to say this. <laughs> encourage you to leave a review um, and, and help out Anna's podcast. Go follow her, listen to her. Uh, there's a bunch of exciting things to come and I cannot wait to hear more uh, episodes. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends Share it with your neighbors, share it with anyone that you think might be encouraged by it. And last but not least, please, if you enjoyed it, give us a five-star rating as this will just ensure that even more people will get to see it and listen to it. Anyway, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of the week. Remember that you are loved.